0: Love Talk Radio
1: Majesty Worship His Majesty Unto Jesus.
0: Balance of this evening to focus upon your
1: kingship and your lordship. Yes, Lord, we acknowledge you as the sacrifice, the great sacrificial lamb. We thank you, Lord God, for the blood that you shed for us. We thank you, O Lord God, for the great mercies and blessings that you that you showered upon our lives. But tonight, Lord, we want to see you, not as a lamb, but we want to worship you as that Lion of Judah, the King, above all kings. Thank you. Thank you for your presence. We bow before you. We acknowledge you. We honor you as King of kings and Lord of lords. i mm-hmm.
2: Friday night broadcast of Prayer International Radio, our call-in number, 619-638-8458. If you're um, needing prayer tonight, please give us a call. You can also email us at prayerinternational at com. Father God, tonight for Lord those who are listening, Father, we ask that you would open their spiritual ears, Lord. Father, as your word declares in Ephesians that the eyes of their hearts would be flooded with light, that they would know what is the hope of your calling. Holy Spirit, we ask tonight that you would reveal yourself, reveal Jesus Christ to us. Lord, demonstrate the power of your word through signs and wonders, Lord. Tonight, reach out to all those who are listening, Father. And reveal to them The unending Father, unmeasurable Love that you have for them Father, tonight we Lay aside our Lives, Lord, and We lay aside our desires Our thoughts Father, and we enter Into your presence, Father Giving you Praise, glory, and honor as your word declares to be still and know that you are God. Father, tonight we seek your face, Lord. Lord, not for your hand, Father, but we seek to know you as you have known us, Lord. Father, we desire to find ourselves in you, Lord. Hidden beneath the cross, Father, under the shadow of your wings, Lord. We take refuge. Lord, declaring that we walk by faith and not by sight, Lord, that we are living in grace. Father, that you have poured out in our lives. Father, for any of those who are listening tonight, Lord, who don't know you, Holy Spirit, we ask that you would reveal to them the contents of your heart toward them, Lord. You would reveal your plans and purposes for them. Father, for those out there who already know who you are, God, we ask that you would bring them closer into your presence. Father, that you would speak to them, Lord. Give them visions and dreams. Lord, declare your plans and your purposes to them. Holy Spirit, we yield this broadcast to you that your will would be done in it, Lord.
1: of morning. You will I was just a child When I felt the Savior leading I was drawn to what I could not understand And for the cause of Christ I spend my days believing What He'd have me be Is who I am As I've come to see Bye.
2: radio our call number six one nine six three eight eight four five eight if you need prayer um please give us a call and we will join with you in believing the father's word to be true you know it's a um funny thing saying that um believing God's word to be true when We should just believe God's word to be true because he's God. Ironically, um, if I can just talk for just a minute here. um, We live in a society in general that doesn't um, and has, for the most part, run in such the opposite direction as to um, come close to the point of removing him from their very knowledge. Um, Not that any of us should be surprised by what we see around us because the scripture has said from the beginning that, that these things would happen. It says that in the end times, um, you know what, let me just read this. This is actually Second Timothy, um, the first part of chapter 3, it says, but know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, Turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, as James and Jabris resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapproved concerning the faith. But they will progress no further, for as their for their folly will be manifest to all, as theirs also was. But you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions which happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, were were persecutions I endured. And out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecutions. But evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. And that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation, through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. It says in um, the beginning of chapter 4, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Finally there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day and not to me only but also to all those who have loved his appearing you know the bible says not that it's going to get better but that it's going to get worse you know i had an opportunity today i was um going over some stuff with the lord um And something that came to my attention is Jesus never told any of his disciples to run for political office. At least not once I can find in the scripture. While he did appoint leaders and kings, and like King David, it was for a people who were under a covenant with God. We, um, in these last times, for the most part, are not. Outside of the covenant that he... Made with us. The world itself. In general. um, Doesn't have a covenant with God. While the children of Israel do. The nation of Israel. um, The rest of the world. For the most part. Doesn't have a covenant. That they've decided to set up with God. But God still has one with them. Whether they realize it or not. And that is. His faithfulness. His grace. His long suffering. The very fact. Of his son dying for the sins of the world Um, but even those are based on covenants that he had previously made even to Abraham when he said all the nations of the earth through you shall be blessed and through his seed and so it shouldn't surprise us in these last times that we're living in um, that the world is seemingly wicked because it also says that before the end it'll be just like it was at the time of Noah just like it was at the time of Noah, when men were given over to lust and to sin, and had turned away from the knowledge of the one true God, and because, as it says in first, as it says in the Book of John, um, men were lovers of themselves instead of lovers of God. Um, those who are not of the light will not come to the light, lest their evil deeds are exposed. But we have not so learned in Christ. It says that we should put on the armor of light. It says that we should be examples to Christ, carrying about the fragrance of the Lord Jesus Christ into all the world, proclaiming the gospel of His kingdom that, if possible, some might be saved. While it doesn't say that everyone is would be saved, it says that... Um, you know what, if actually back in Second Timothy of chapter two it says it says and a servant of the Lord must not quarrel but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, and humility correcting those who are in opposition, if God will if perhaps God will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth, and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil haven't been taken captive by him to do his will. And so it should be no surprise that we live in a world that has been taken captive by the evil one, um, not having the knowledge of the truth, having their understanding darkened from the truth of the gospel, from the knowledge of The Lord Jesus Christ As they are also ignorant and without knowledge Of the spiritual war that is raging all around them Whereas Paul declared to us That we should put on the full armor of God Because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood But against principalities and powers And the rulers of the darkness of this age Spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places but we are established by grace having been redeemed with things far more valuable than the blood of bulls and goats having our own high priest who went into the most holy place to make a sacrifice once for all for the sins of the world that we who trust in him through faith should stand in grace This peculiar type of grace in which we stand Having been declared righteous to the Father Having been reconciled with God Through the blood of his cross Not based on our own works God not imputing um, a man's sins unto him Not receiving the punishment due us But receiving righteousness Receiving eternal life For those who continually seek Him for those who seek not their own glory but seek His for those who seek not their own life but they seek to be, to have the life that is found in Him those who are trusting in Him and walking and standing in grace Yeah, you know, grace is a is an interesting um, thing. It's, it means the unmerited favor of God. It means that after everything is said and done, when you don't deserve it, God still gives it. When you don't deserve blessing based on your own actions and your own works, God still blesses because. As the scripture says those who come to him must believe that he is But it says they also must believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him Far too often the enemy will come in and attempt to negate and to argue And to deceive us so that our thoughts are removed from the grace by which we stand in the Lord If it by any means he can attempt to remove us from the resting place that can only be found by those who place their trust in the Lord. For as we begin to walk on our own accord with our own um, might and with our own power, we will surely fail in any trial in any battle because there can be no victory outside of the blood of Jesus Christ. There can be no triumph outside of his strength And his grace being manifest in our lives But with him The Bible says we can do all things In him it says we're more than conquerors And so we stand in grace Having been chosen, redeemed from the foundation of the world By his own will, for his own purpose That we could be a peculiar people As the scripture says A a royal priesthood, a holy nation Citizens of heaven Having been delivered from the power of darkness, delivered from the hands of the enemy, and conveyed into the kingdom of the Son of His love, that we should be called children of God, and as the scripture says, of which the world is not worthy. So we too should make a strive. You know, let me read something else in Timothy. It seems Timothy's a good book tonight. It says in um first Timothy one eight it says, Therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner. To share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I am appoint- I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. For this reason I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me, in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. This you know, that all those in Asia who have turned away from me, among those who are Pagelius and someone, the Lord grant mercy to the household of someone else, for he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains." And we'll skip down, and in chapter 2 it says, You therefore, my son, or daughter, if you're a woman, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things which you have heard from me among many witnesses. Commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he completes, competes according to the rules. The hard-working farmer must be first to partake the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ, of the seed of David, was raised from the dead according to my gospel, for which I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even to the point of chains. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. This is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words to no profit to the ruin of hearers. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness. And their message will spread like cancer. Someone and someone are of this sort. I only say someone because I don't want to try to pronounce their names. Who have strayed concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection has already passed, and they overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, having this seal, the Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of the Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So this is Prayer International Radio, our call-in number 619-638-8458. We are going to take a break and we'll be right back. that's
3: okay with you is that okay
2: okay everybody this is prayer international radio so um one of our we have a caller call that called in and we're actually having a discussion about healing um and um I I I forget what your what you said your name was. Um, What was it? Are you there? Can you still hear me? Okay. Um. And so what we were talking about um in the chat room, and if he's still here on the air with me, um, you can just talk whenever you feel like it. Um, Hello. Yeah. Okay. There you are. Um, what was your yeah. name again? Ryan. Ryan, okay. And um you know, Ryan Ryan has brought up a good point about how he, he asked if there was ever any documented cases of people who um had um who were amputees or something having um he, being healed, anything documented. And what I was saying is that there wouldn't be And if there was, it wouldn't actually be considered um, a miracle or anything else. It would be considered um, just some random act of nature that would be unexplained. But the glory would never be given to God.
4: Uh, You know, that's pretty easy to say. But the the fact is that there are no cases of of amputees being healed. There are no cases of people with their spinal cords, uh, you know, Severed who are paralyzed being healed of that um people with cleft lips are not healed by prayer um they're healed via surgery um the there's the only cases that these healings occur in uh, are the ambiguous ones and it's and it's fairly uh, uh it's very convenient
2: well. I saw a person in a meeting who actually had multiple sclerosis and was was confined into the wheelchair for the majority of their life, and I actually watched them get out of the wheelchair and start walking for the first time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And while that may be considered ambiguous or a random case of some strange healing for the person who had actually been stuck in their, the wheelchair ever since they were a little kid, for them, they, be- they believed that it was God who did it. Well,
4: yeah, of course they did. They went into the meeting. Uh, with the presuppositions, I mean, that's where they were at a prayer meeting.
2: Right, but that does not negate the fact that how did how did a person, if God did not heal them, how did they get healed? Was it just that all of a sudden their body decided <clears throat> that it wanted to be better and that even though they hadn't walked in, in 12, 15 years, that all of a sudden their body felt like it was just the right time at that moment for them to get up and walk?
4: Uh, no, I... I wouldn't actually claim that they are healed.
2: Okay, then how do people who how do people who can't do something like here I mean, and I've seen people who were deaf or blind who've actually been healed and all of a sudden they're deaf and blind. And you know, you can't fake an expression of someone who's never seen anything in their life for the first time seeing colors. Or someone who's never mm. been able to hear something in their entire life being able to hear
4: for the first time. Well you you absolutely can, uh but uh, setting that aside, um, if uh you know, did you for the for the MS gentleman or, or lady, uh did you know this person beforehand? Yes, I did. And they're they're walking around to not to this beforehand? Day.
2: Yes, no, this now day. they are yeah, they're still walking around.
4: So, what you should probably do is: uh, Are you familiar with the James Randi Educational Foundation? No. Uh, the, the James Randi Educational Foundation will offer uh, anyone a million dollars for proof of supernatural claims um, uh, tested under laboratory conditions, um, and that you know that would do a lot of good for your ministry. Uh,
2: I would imagine. I, I don't think it would.
4: You, you don't think you could do a, a lot and expand your ministry and save souls with a million dollars?
2: No, I'm saying I don't think I don't think that it would ma- I don't think it would make a difference to the world.
4: So you, you don't you're not very confident in your ability to to save people, or?
2: No, I mean I have all the confidence in the world that God can save people and God can heal people but I have absolutely no confidence whatsoever that it would make a bit of difference to the world out there that doesn't want to believe it to begin with. Uh,
4: it absolutely would. Um, if, miracle the claims, if, there, if there was any evidence for miracle claims, uh, it would absolutely blow the door off of modern science. That's that's, the, that's your ace in the hole. That's what you should be aspiring to.
2: Uh, Why would it blow blow the fingers off of modern science? Where I already gave you like two examples that were on CNN last week, and no one wants on any one one of the articles the the little baby that had been dead for five hours that they found in a morgue or the man whose heart stopped while he was playing sports, and then a little bit later his heart started again. After like five or six hours, they're like, okay, well, it must just be their body.
4: Because these things occur naturally, and we've recorded them occurring naturally. Time oh, and
2: time again. Okay, but here's the thing: How do you know the natural laws and what is natural and what is not with the human body? That, that that's the point. That is your that is a scapegoat for anything that God. No,
4: could.
2: it's, okay, here's it's the not thing.
4: a scapegoat because, listen, like me, I said, with with the severed spinal cord, never healed by prayer. Wait, wait, uh, wait.
2: Okay, hold on one second. Let me just say this, okay?
4: Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely.
2: The problem is that is the scapegoat anything that could possibly happen that god could do through prayer since god since god working supernaturally would still have to work inside of a physical realm with um with scientific laws and physical limitations and regulations anything that god can do can can also be turned around and justified as just being an act of science or an act of the body
4: no if sir there, god god can do anything
2: the very creation of the world. God God made the entire world and the universe and everything in it, and man claims it's science. And man claims that, okay, so we can possibly start to begin to figure out how this how this universe works when we barely have come to the very beginning of understanding it. But yet it, there's no way it could possibly be God, according to scientists, no matter how it was created because we can somehow start to figure it out. Even though we don't have full knowledge, we can't recreate it in any particular fashion but yet even you
4: don't need to there's there's probability in play
2: probability of what
4: the, probability, the probability of a of, of natural mechanism is far more likely than that of a supernatural mechanism
2: right if you if you if you want to if you want to believe that it's that anything is possible but god has god has done something
4: no if if you want to observe and and look at You know, use reason and evidence and logic, you would look at the beginning of the world and you would look at the probability. Yeah. Hello?
2: Yeah, were you actually there? Yeah. You were there at the beginning of the world?
4: No, no, no. No, I'm sorry. I thought you said, are you there?
2: No, no, no. I I was
4: not there at the beginning of the world.
2: Okay, well, here's the thing, okay? okay, This is what we're addressing. Right, okay. But let me just say this. Let me break it down for you scientifically, okay? Yeah. Basically speaking, we we measure we measure the Big Bang theory and everything else based on the acceleration of particles and matter outward from a specific point of time, and we measure and 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 then that's the way the measurements actually start. Is we take it from a specific point, the outward movement, and we calculate it back to where if something is going at a specific speed throughout the universe, and and light is expanding out at a certain amount of uh, per per um the speed of light then everything must have started at a certain point, okay? Well, we get to that certain point, and you know what? Let's just say the Big Bang Theory is true. Let's say all of a sudden, all, out of the blue, somewhere mm-hmm. at some point in time, matter that can neither can be created nor destroyed, all of a sudden yep. uh, there's an explosion, and it goes boom, and matter is all of a sudden being created, even though theoretically, according to the laws of science, can't be.
4: Okay. It wasn't created.
2: Okay, well, here's the thing.
4: Matter was not created by the Big Bang.
2: What happened the moment before that?
4: We don't know, but it doesn't uh, matter.
2: Okay, well here's the thing. Okay, you don't know. That's the problem. I don't know. It doesn't you matter. Don't know. Nobody knows. So here's the thing. You're saying even though you don't know, there's a problem. There's, it's, there's, you're, you're saying there's absolutely no po- positively no way
4: that that's God. That's not has, what I said.
2: But that's what science is saying. Science is saying there's absolutely. That's not no-
4: what science says. Really. Correct. There's, so, there's no if, scientist that claims absolute certainty. And absolute certainty certainty is useless. It, it does nothing for science.
2: Here's – you know, someone told me once that science and the Bible go hand in hand. The problem is science isn't old enough to actually fully comprehend what it says in the Bible. I I'm more of a realist, okay? I wasn't there there's not a person on the face of this planet or a person recorded in history that was there anywhere close to the time it actually happened and we can come up with the scientific we can come up with all the scientific evidence we want to try to come to some kind of mindset that humans would have some kind of godly knowledge that we could figure out and be able to replicate duplicate or explain how god does things but god doesn't need to justify himself to anybody the bible says the creation of the world itself Alone is proof of his existence and Some people are going to believe it and some people are not And it really right. doesn't that's... matter in the long run Because sooner or later Every single one of us is going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ And you know Some people are going to say Well we don't believe in you, you didn't exist You didn't love us, you didn't do whatever And God's going to say you had your chance
4: In uh, And that's all well and good That's fine um, We have to look at probabilities When we're talking about origins specifically origins of the universe. Um, what we know from exhibiting, uh, from examining natural law is that things start out small, and, and then they start out simply, and then become more complex. Um, but we can't is, prove it. Well, it's demonstrable. We don't, we don't. That's not how science works. It's not a. It's not about. Demonstrability is, is the proof. That's how we accept things. That's how we gain evidence. This is this is how it works. This is the process. Would, okay. Do you disagree so, that do you disagree that uh things start out simply and then become more complex?
2: I, I would say that some things in some cases that's true, in some t- cases it's not.
4: In what case is it not true?
2: Um, and the, the very fact that uh human beings exist the way they do I personally don't believe um, m- my personal belief regardless of what other people believe my personal belief is that um, humans didn't, involve, didn't evolve from a single single organism now while science actually tells us that things actually evolve over a period of billions of years and that there is a possibility that it could have happened and that if you take all the planets and all the galaxies and all the stars and everything else and you put them together there's probability a chance that um, if you have just the right circumstances and you find a planet that 's in the theoretical red zone on which we 're still looking for a couple of them and we found a couple of them out there that we think are possibly in this little particular this like one de- le- less than one degree um area of um of precision that they have to be in outside of the um, accompanying star that they 're around, and if there just perhaps is enough um a, a, Probability for there to be water on the planet, then there's a probability of one in however many millions and billions of percent probability that life could just possibly happen.
4: Yeah, you're you're conflating uh, origins with with evolution. Um, no, no,
2: no, no. But so see, it's the same thing, though. We're going off the same not. theory. It, we're going off
4: the same theory. That it's not the same theory. Those are two different theories.
2: How is it not? We no, no one can prove that humans evolved from anything except well, for Well actually we
4: can. Because it's it's demonstrable. We can see it. It's there's evidence. There's massive, massive evidence. You yes, can't you can. see it okay. It's in, in the, the fossil record. In
2: the last two thousand in the last two thousand years, three thousand years if you go back, a, no human being has evolved into even a minute degree. So you have to say, Well, it happened uh. in millions of years.
4: Well, how do you, you know crucial, billions of
2: years ago? How do you know that billions of years ago it actually happened then? We have we have a we have
4: misunderstanding of evolution.
2: We have fossil skeletons, and we have skeletons that we can compare, but no one was around when those skeletons were formed to see what they looked like to begin with.
4: You, you have a crucial think, misunderstanding of evolution in the sense that evolution is not a ladder. So the transitions that you're hoping to see, you will never see a transition as long as you live. It doesn't work that way.
2: Okay, so we're getting off point here. So let's go back to the original topic, okay? And, and I'm just gonna paint a paint a scenario for you here, okay? And uh, okay, so um, so say I walk into someone's hospital bed, someone's hospital, to a hospital room where someone's at, and the person is um, the person has um, congestive heart failure, and the doctor says that they need a triple bypass that night, and the doctor says um, without one, they won't make it through the night and mm-hmm. a christian or whoever walks in there and decides that they're going to just uh, for whatever crazy reason they want to do it they want to take this bible that they have and where it says that if you pray for people that god will heal them and they're just mm-hmm. they're just like you know why don't let me do it and they pray for the person and the person next thing you know the person's better and they get it they, and they're actually better the doctors say okay well that's just a weird thing and that person gets healed. Now, would you say scientifically that there's that that is an is an impossibility that God could have actually done that?
4: Uh, it's scientifically, that it's an impossibility that God did it. No. I would not. Now,
2: do you think if that would ha- if that happened something like that in that scenario, that all of a sudden the the CNN and Fox News and the Drudge report, and every and the White House would be making phone calls trying to interview this person who just got healed.
4: No, absolutely not. Why wouldn't they? Because it's not that miraculous. As I stated before, the, you're you're citing you cite all these ambiguous things. You know, God cures cancer a lot, but cancer goes away. We know it goes away. It Goes away in people who haven't been prayed for.
2: Um, so people who
3: get, heart, so people... heart
4: conditions.
2: So people who get raised from the dead, that's obviously that that's probably not God and that's probably just their body doing it anyway, right? Is that what you're saying? Let's
4: let's see who is raised from the dead.
2: You want a list? I can I can I, if you give me a night, I can get you an actual list of people and if you want to call them.
4: No, just just shoot me a few.
2: Well, I don't actually happen to have a list on me during the broadcast, because I wasn't actually expecting the
4: right. list.
2: But I promise yeah, you.
4: Yeah, you, you just one. Then just one. One. Yeah, one person who's raised from the dead.
2: I don't actually have the names. Okay. I, I'm actually in the ministry doing it, but I can actually get you the names.
4: So you're you're raising people from the dead.
2: I haven't yet.
4: But you 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 will. You you plan on it.
2: I get, I guarantee you. If I get. If I'm ever around a dead body and God tells me to do it,
4: I'm gonna do it. Well, I, I mentioned the uh the James Randi Educational Foundation earlier. Um you will the, the offer stands you will get a million dollars uh if you do it. Um so you know, that's fantastic. Um and if you don't want it, I'm you know, I'm always here. You can give it to me. Uh
2: Okay. Well how about this? I'm gonna actually tonight, um when we when the broadcast ends and um after tonight, I'm gonna go and I'm going to call a couple of missionaries and stuff that I do know who are actually out, not in the United States. They're in, like, remote villages in Africa and in Mexico. And I'll get a list of names. And if you want to call back tomorrow night, then I will actually give you a list. I'll give you contact numbers of the people you can contact, and you can go and talk to them and see what they say and how many times that they've said their story. And, and then and if you think scientifically um, – that it's something that the world is going
4: to believe. Uh, I don't, because it's, it's number one, it's physically impossible. Number two, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, according to <laughs> Mr. David Hume. Uh, and that this is why we don't accept textual evidence for, for miracle claims, because uh, I assume, well, maybe you do. Do you believe that people are abducted by aliens? No. Why not? What? Why not?
2: Never seen it happen. I don't, and um, as far as I know, have uh, you
4: have you seen someone raised from the dead? Yes. When? So you, you just said you couldn't give me a name.
2: I didn't say I know their name. I couldn't pronounce it if I knew it.
4: So, so you watched someone get raised from the dead, and you didn't even bother to record their name? Nope. This this wasn't. A significant thing for you? you just, oh, no, whatever. It's
2: pretty, it's pretty significant, but I can barely remember my friend's birthdays. I guarantee you I'm not going to remember a name of someone. Uh-huh.
4: I, I, I think uh, I would write down the, the person who was raised from the dead and record it somewhere more than I would a friend's birthday. Birthdays happen every year, believe it or not.
2: Right. But, I, you know, okay, so here's the thing. we got some other callers calling in, so I'm going to unfortunately have to let you go. Uh, All right. Call back tomorrow. We'll be on at the exact same time and I'll have a list for you.
4: I appreciate your candor, sir.
2: Okay, we have another caller. Hi, welcome to Prayer International. Can you hear me? Hello? Okay, everybody. So for all of you there, there's a little argument and debate, and exactly the the reason that Paul said that um, Paul said don't get or Timothy said don't get into debates, because people who refuse to who don't want to believe aren't going to believe no matter what happened. You know, here's the thing: Jesus said that they when Jesus was around, they asked Jesus to show him a sign, and he said to them. Even if one was raised from the dead, they would not believe. Because the world will never believe. It doesn't matter what happens. God could show up in the flesh, and they still wouldn't believe it was Him, even if He said it was. He did it before, and they didn't believe it was Him. He did miracles, raised people from the dead, healed every person who was sick. It was recorded. Um, They wrote it down back then, but today's history doesn't consider that history, even though it was written by numerous people even outside of the Bible, even historians, and they still don't believe it. Um, And you know what? It doesn't matter. You know, as uh, it says in the book of Timothy, you know what? I know whom I've believed. Uh, To be honest with you, I have watched people get raised from the dead. I've prayed for people and had them get healed, some who got healed over a day or two, some people who got healed instantly. And never once when I prayed for someone was I like, oh, wow, I'm really good at this. I'm really a great prayer. I did that one well. It was always like, okay, God, wow. I didn't expect that was going to work, and it did. But, you know, the God we serve, he can do anything. And he said he's not a God that he should lie. And Jesus himself said in the book of Matthew, he said, As you go, preach the kingdom of the God is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, raise the dead. Freely you have received to freely give. And the problem was the church nowadays is that we have a church that walks around with absolutely no power not demonstrating the power of God and it not that it would matter because the world would always have some kind of excuse to play down the things that God does in the world you know and it's the Bible says that things of the the things of the spirit the things of God are spiritually discerned from the world and they can't understand them you know if you, you take two people outside and you have them look around at everything they see, the stars and the trees and the moon and the planet and their very bodies, and some people will claim that science is really great and the and all of this was formed this way and this way and this way, and I look way beyond that. and I look at the person who created it and fashioned it and molded it for his own purpose because I know him. And that's the difference. If you don't know God, you will never understand. And there's nothing, there's no amount of words that could ever be given or spoken that can convince you of something that you don't want to believe. And there's nothing that could be said that will make you believe in something that you refuse to acknowledge to be even possibly true. You know, I've seen God do miraculous things over and over and over again since I was a little kid to the point is I could never doubt him ever because I know and I have seen and witnessed with my own eyes what God can do but try to explain that to someone who doesn't know him and doesn't have a relationship with him it's impossible and so we have a caller so I'm not even going to bother doing the screening room thing because we only have 35 minutes left so let's see what happens Hi, welcome to Prayer International. Can you hear me? Hello? Are you
5: talking to me? Yes.
2: Okay, can you hear me? Uh,
5: Yeah. How you doing?
2: Good. How are you?
5: I'm great. I'm great.
2: Were you just listening in or were you calling for prayer?
5: No, I'm just listening. But you could pray, if you would, for my son and my daughter, Asher and Grace okay, they are both um in their twenties and uh on their path um, and you know just that they would unfold to really let the Lord lead them
2: okay are they um do they do, i mean do they know the lord um are they i guess my, they?
5: my daughter my daughter does yes, they both know the Lord and they're both saved. My son is a bit of a doubting Thomas, but he has great faith and great knowledge of the Word. They traveled with me as a missionary for the past uh, 30 years. And, uh, you know, now they're on their own paths, and they're going through the struggles that I think we all go through.
2: Right. I definitely understand that.
5: You come through a shift. Where you have to become Fully reliant upon God Right And that's my prayer for them That um, You know Their spirit band would just be open To All God can be for them
2: Right Okay Definitely And that's an Ephesians prayer right there One of my favorite prayers Um, Okay So, God, um, we know you're listening because the Bible says you are. It says in 1 John, if we know that you hear us, we know that we have the petitions we ask of you. Lord, you know both of these two. You know Asher, you know Grace, Father. Okay, everybody, sorry about that. I got disconnected. So, let's continue our prayer. Um, Father, your word declares. That You know the thoughts you think for us Thoughts of good and not of evil To give us a future and a hope You said that We can plan our ways But that you would direct our steps You also said that you knew us Before we were formed in our mother's wombs And that the very reason We were formed was for your purpose For your will Lord And for Asher and Grace Father Both who Know you Lord and So Father I ask Lord In the name of Jesus Father that you would Place a mantle and an anointing On both of them Lord Father as it says in Ephesians That the eyes of their Hearts would be flooded with life That they would know what is the hope of your calling Father That they would know the exceeding greatness Of your power Toward us who believe in you Father, I ask that you would reveal yourself to them, Holy Spirit. That you would take both of them into a secret place and a relationship with you, Father. Not based on the relationship of someone else, Lord. Though at some point we all start off like that, Father.
4: But
2: Lord, as Moses prayed on the mountain that if he found grace in your sight, that you would show him your way. Lord I pray for Asher and for Grace Father that you would do the same for them Lord that you would actually reveal yourself to them Lord that they would know you in the power of your resurrection Father Lord that you would open their spiritual ears Father and begin to speak to them through your holy spirit Father that you would release your word through their minds Lord Father that you would take their hearts Lord and transform them Father That their hearts would beat like yours Father, that they would know What is the desire of your heart, Lord For them and for the people around them And for the entire world, Lord Father, I ask that you would birth nations Inside of them, Lord That you would reveal your calling And your plans and your purposes In their life, Father Lord, for knowing that you're The word says you're Jehovah Jireh The Lord God, our provider, Father Lord, we ask for you to provide for every step of the way, Lord, as we don't even really need to pray that because we already know you're going to because that's who you are, so Father, we ask for an anointing to be placed on their life, Lord, I had you for protection around them, Father, Lord, that you would reveal yourself, Father, because that's the greatest thing we could ask Jesus is that you would show them you, Father, even though they've already started on the path of intimacy. With you in the path of a relationship Father Lord I pray that you would draw them even deeper Into your presence Lord That you would prophetically begin to speak Over them Lord that you would prophetically Sing over them Lord That they would Remain with you Father Amen Amen Thank you
5: so much
2: You know And it's It's it's, Good you said that um, about them Because you know we're all like that and someone Told me once a long time ago when I was A little kid and I was foolish And um, rather Immature in the Lord um, And they said You know when you you start off This walk with God And it's true for all of us um, That there's a, a, a measure of grace that we all Have where the Lord where We start walking in the Lord and we don't really Know anything about anything and We've never had any battles, and we've never had any struggles, and we've never had to fight the good fight of faith. We've never had to stand on his work for anything to be true. And it's easy at that point to love the Lord. Um, But there comes a point in everybody's life where they actually have to start walking in faith, where it's not about something they went down the road, but it's about the daily provision. It's about wanting to know him. And then you have a choice. All of us do is where do we turn to? Do we turn back to our friends? We turn back to those people who we know that we know they know the Lord. So we go to them and say, can you pray for me? Or can you tell me this or this about God? And when on the other hand, if we knew we could, we could just go to God on our own. And we could develop a relationship with him. And we could actually have him talk to us because his scripture said he would The Holy Spirit will actually reveal Will will converse with us And the same with Asher and Grace And you know um, The Father Jesus said I know that those who are mine And the enemy can't snatch them away And he will Continually Keep calling to them And continually draw them into his presence And because The thing he wants most of all Is not a ministry Is he wants A relationship And everything else comes after that The ministry The gifts The signs and wonders um, All that stuff is great And it's amazing when we Have the privilege and the honor um, To actually see the Lord work But more importantly Than that is what happens When we're alone with him And we actually start To know the Lord When we actually start to Have a relationship with Him When we're open and honest with Him About our lives And He can actually talk with us And we can talk with Him Um, And everything else Out of our love for the Lord Everything else becomes an outpouring of that And a manifestation of That relationship which we have with Him And so you know, I, I'm I'm definitely confident in the Lord's ability to continue the work he started in both of them, and to keep them established in his word and in his truth, and that like the Bible says that they'll be rooted and grounded, and to know the love of God which passes knowledge. Um, so yeah, and have them call in, and, and they can preach on the show too. Right? So <laughs> Because I have a feeling that, um, at least, if not both of them, are have definitely have an anointing on their lives. And, um, both of them definitely have, um, a calling of God upon them. And, you know, He's going to be faithful to that to the end, no matter what. Um, because even if we're faithless, He remains faithful.
5: Yeah, that's true.
2: So, um, Okay, everybody, so this is Prayer International Radio, our call-in number 619-638-8458. We need to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Hey everybody. Welcome back to Prayer International Radio and we we have a little bit of time left, about uh twenty minutes left of the broadcast. Um so if you do need prayer, um give us a call. 619-638-8458. And so how do we sum up tonight? Um definitely not what I was expecting. Um but not unusual. And that you know you know I was um walking down the street and recently not recently it was a um a f- a few years ago and there was a um person who um that's what it was. I was going into some building to file some legal paperwork or something like that. No, it was no it wasn't that. It was a VA hospital. Um, and I was going in there to do something and I um I saw this guy who was sitting on the on the street corner and you know, it was obvious um, from even across the street, that his one of his he was in a wheelchair and or not I mean, and one of his feet were swollen like six times the normal size, and I would love to say that I ran over and prayed for him, but I didn't, and because but what happened was the first thing is I saw him and I walked by and I kept looking at at his foot and in the back of my mind I was like you should pray for him. And at one point, he looked up to me when I got by him, and he's like, do you have any money? And I was like, no, I don't have any. And um, and so I went inside and was going to get some money for him. I actually was, and came back out, and he was gone. And I missed my chance. And, you know, and when I say I missed my chance, is because I had a chance to let God do something, and I didn't for whatever reason and um my fault my responsibility and I didn't do it and as and I fall on the grace of the lord for that and so I've made it my aim every hopefully every chance I get that I won't let an opportunity like that um pass I was you know, and, and we, we and they were talking they're talking in the chat room about raising the dead, and it does happen. It's not going to happen in the media, and the media will never report it if it did happen, because they would just claim it was some weird science thing or whatever. Because the media is never going to give glory to God for anything. Ever, they'll never give glory to God. They'll give glory to any man outside of the Lord God. But we know that's true And we know that's the way it is And it doesn't matter And And I was referring to the caller Nikki um, Who just called in a little while ago I guess you missed it um, You know I've seen the I've seen videos And I've seen testimonies Of people And heard them talk After they were raised from the dead People who I mean, looking at a person who just got raised from dead and having them say that he didn't know what happened, but the next thing you know he was he he didn't know he died until he saw himself on the video. And he didn't know that seven hours or eight hours that he was gone and then he just saw himself on the video and then this and then goes and then so he decided to just start going around to churches telling them what happened. But anybody who doesn't believe in God would look at a man like that and be like, you're crazy, you're lying, or whatever. But it doesn't matter because he knows in whom he believes. He knows what the Lord has done for him, and we all know what the Lord has done for us. And the world will constantly persecute us, and they'll constantly um, condemn us. But, you know, Jesus said that too. Um, He sort of tried to give us a warning and a heads up, and he said... If the world hated me, they'll hate you. And he said, if I was persecuted, you'll be persecuted. But it won't be because of you. It'll be for my sake because you're not of the world. He said, if you were of the world, the the world would love its own. But behold, I chose you out of this world. Therefore, the world hates you. Because it hated him. And it hasn't known him. And it hasn't seen him. But we have beheld... And seeing the one true God The Lord Jesus Christ And we all would Like the scripture says With unveiled faces are beholding as in a mirror The glory of the Lord And we being transformed into the same image From glory to glory Even as by the spirit of God And we are As the scripture declares in 1 John It says behold what manner of love The Father has bestowed upon us As so we should be called children of God Now the world doesn't know us Because it didn't know him But we know him And we believe Beyond a shadow of any doubt Beyond any uncertainty That he is more than able To accomplish everything Which he declared You know the scripture says Eye is not seen Nor is ear heard Nor is entered into the heart of man The things that God has prepared For those that love him for those that continually stay with their eyes focused on him, trusting him and believing his word to be true. And you know, um I was driving in the car one day and no I've I've never personally had the opportunity to pray for someone who who had just died of come close and but I was driving in the car one day and I was contemplating it and thinking about it with the Lord and talking about it back and forth and I had this thought and usually whenever I'm talking with the Lord, I I know it's the Lord because he always interrupts me with scripture or something and it's very easy to discern the voice of the Lord, Um, especially if you know him. And you know how he sounds And you know what he says And you know his character And he can be funny at times In a a way And you know I was driving along And and we're talking about this And about people who get raised from the dead And what the scripture said And what Jesus said And you know Jesus said That the works that I do That you will do also And greater works than these You will do because I go to my father And he said he would send us Through Raghav Kadesh And the scripture says, the disciples went forth proclaiming that the kingdom of God was at hand, and the Holy Spirit followed them, confirming the word with signs and wonders. And like the scripture says, when Jesus said, go and preach the kingdom of God is at hand, he'll say, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons, freely you you receive, freely give. And I was like, I wonder if if I could ever raise the dead. And his response to me was, well, you never tried. And, and he said that and it sort of, and I sort of stopped in my tracks and it occurred to me something that when you take any Christian, all of us, um, and you take another person who needs to be healed, um, I'm firmly convinced that. 30 to 40% of those people won't pray for someone because they're afraid that nothing will happen. And then I think the other 60% won't pray for someone because they're afraid something will. And that may scare them more. And because what do you have to lose being obedient to the Lord? If he said, lay hands on the sick and they will recover, why don't you go lay hands on the sick and let him prove himself? Let him be God. The biggest problem with Christianity today is we refuse to let God work through us because of our own disbelief and our own inability to just flat out trust that he's God. God that created the heavens and the earth, that sent his own son to die for our sins, that we could have eternal life. The very God who fashioned us from dust and formed us and shaped us and molded us and and knows every hair on on our heads, knows every atom that composes our being. And yet we somehow assume that he, he must be lying or that whatever he said can't be true and we're going to come up with some excuse why God must not be right and how our own opinions are more right than his is. Even though he said my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. And we just refuse to believe him at times. And so when we have something really simple, and that God said, lay hands on the sick and they'll recover, we're like, oh, no, we're we're not going to do that. We're not going to get in there. Um, but, you, you know, God, maybe he said that, but he didn't mean me. And maybe he said that, but, you know, he was just talking to those people over there or that person over there in church. and you know there's that pastor and he he preaches really good so he must be able to do it and it, you know it's a bunch of crap because the bible says it's the same holy spirit that raised christ jesus from the dead that dwells in us the same holy spirit that it says that we were all sealed with until the day of redemption and there's no difference between paul the apostle paul or peter Who walked on water And any of us You know Peter walked on water to Jesus Just because Jesus said come And he's like okay And he didn't think about the water He just started going because Jesus said to do it And then when when he took his eyes off of Jesus And he started looking at his own abilities And stuff Then he started to fall But it's the same Peter who walked up to a man at a gate Who asked him for money and he said silver and gold I don't have But the one thing I do have I give you In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth get up and walk Because from the time that he fell in the water He learned that God was true And that he wasn't a liar And that he would confirm his word over and over again because he's not a God that he will lie And he's also not a God that needs to Justify himself to anybody in this world Because as he said to Moses And as Jesus said He is who he is Some, If you want to be unrighteous Be unrighteous If you want to be righteous Be righteous still As Elijah said on the mountain You know what Choose this day who you're going to serve If you want to serve the gods of this world, if you want to serve yourself, if you want to serve your flesh, if you want to serve the enemy, by all means, go for it. No one's going to stand in your way. No one's going to stop you. Believe whatever you want to believe. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord because we know him and we know that he's true. And we know that the, that there's no other name given among men by which we must be saved except for the name of Jesus. And you know the funny thing? Someone told me that the difference between the modern church, and this is really horrible, but it's true. The difference with the problem, one of the problems with the modern church nowadays, is that. We spend so much time inside of a church building Having people teach us what we can or cannot believe about God And I'm not necessarily saying anything about churches But we spend our whole lives growing up in church Being taught the politically correct way to do things The politically correct things to say Because heaven forbid we should offend anybody by what the Bible says And the difference is though We, for the most part, as a church, are powerless And we don't see the move of God and we don't see the things that Jesus said should happen because we frankly don't believe him. But yet you take a Bible and you go into Bangladesh, India, or you go into Ghana, Africa, and you give them a Bible and you say this is the word of God. And they take it. And they read what this Bible says and what Jesus said, and then out of the blue they go and just start – like little crazy kids, they just start doing it. They start like raise, raising the dead, and they start healing people, and they start they're preaching the gospel because they don't know any better. All they know is that God said they can do it, and they're so happy that God's going to do something through them that they go out with such faith in him. And all the miracles and signs and wonders that the church claims that they want to see, that they don't get to walk in, people who have no, almost no knowledge of anything but God will start doing it out of the blue because they realize it's not about them, it's about God. So we have a caller. Uh, hold on one second. Hi, welcome to Prayer International. Hello? Yeah, hi, were you listening in or calling in for prayer?
0: Uh, Calling in for prayer.
2: Okay, what do you need prayer for?
0: Well, I wanted to call in uh, for prayer for my roommate's little niece. Um, Her mother, well, she's, uh, the little girl is 10 and she's living with us right now. Okay. But Her mother wants to take her When summer comes, and she's very violent and emotionally and physically abusive, and uh, men are around her that could abuse her in that way, too. And um, I'm just praying that she could stay with us or somewhere, that she would be safe. And she also has um, audition. This Saturday to um, get into movies, and if it's God's will, that she would be good in the audition and pass it.
2: Okay, and she's 10 years old. Uh huh. And what's her name?
0: Her name is Zakaya. Zakaya? Yeah, with a Z. Zakaya.
2: Zakai. Wow, that's a cool name. Yeah. Um, Okay, well we have about three minutes left, so we're gonna to have to do this quick. But it won't matter because he already knows what we already knew we were gonna pray it, and he already knows what he's gonna do. So we're just gonna agree with him, with what he's already planning on doing to begin with, which is to bless her. And as his word declares, Jesus, you said it, so um, we're just gonna trust you, for Zechariah, Lord, that you know the thoughts you think for her thoughts of good and not of evil. To give her a future and a hope, Father, and I pray I had to protection around her right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, that you would remove every obstacle, every hindrance in her life, Father, that would prevent her from following you, Lord. That you would remove every obstacle and every hindrance that would bring destruction to her. I rebuke the enemy. I rebuke the spirit of destruction in the name of Jesus Christ. And I command every demonic force that is attacking this 10 year old to go in the name of jesus christ right now and we declare that she is covered with the blood of the most high god in the name of jesus father lord that your word would be implanted in her heart father even now at 10 years old father that your holy spirit would start to speak to her father that you would give her a prophetic tongue lord that you would put your words inside of her mouth lord and in her heart father Lord, that she would carry about your presence in this earth, Father, and to every person she comes in contact with, Father. Lord, and that through her, every person around her would get saved as your word declares that we and our household shall be saved, Father. Lord, and I thank you for the deliverance, Father, and I thank you for the protection, Father. That you have over her, Father And I thank you that you are her banner, Lord And that you are going to bring her joy and peace, Father Peace that surpasses all understanding, Father And I pray you give her wisdom, Lord Lord, and on top of wisdom, Father that you, would discern, Lord, and on top of discernment, Father That you would give her knowledge through your Holy Spirit, Father That even at ten, Father That she would excel in her knowledge of you, Lord Father, place your words in her mouth, Lord In Jesus' name Amen Thank you You're very welcome I'm sorry we don't have more time to pray Um, So everybody we're running out of time About a minute left Thank you for listening everybody Uh, We'll be back tomorrow night At 10 o'clock like normal If you need prayer between now and then um, Email us Prayerinternational at gmail.com uh, if you're in the States, you can always call my cell phone, which is 214-476-8748, and, and I'll still pray for you. So everybody, um, go spend time with Jesus and um, because he loves you, and he wants to spend time with you, and he wants to know you more than you could possibly imagine, and he wants you to know him more than you can possibly imagine. So for Chris um, and me, this is Prayer International Radio, so everybody have a good night.